Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first episode of Desire the Fire. Fire! <laughs> this is uh, Chandler. And this is DP. And uh, we're doing this for the first time, uh, so I'll bear with us a little bit here. And uh, we are in uh, Orange County today. Orange County, yes. This a lot is, safer uh, <laughs> than when our, where I'm from. <laughs> this is my home. Daniel's from? L.A. Ooh. K-Town, L.A. to be exact. <laughs> uh, in the ghetto part of K-Town, L.A., so... Uh, you guys will never find me because you guys will probably never come to my neighborhood. And also, you're scattered or within, uh, it's like, find Waldo. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the <laughs> Korean? Yeah. <laughs> it's like one Korean in the midst of a very non-Korean community. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> but is this still K-Town? Yeah, technically. Uh, K-Town's weird like that. You know, we call it K-Town, and all the buildings have Korean signs, but under them is like Spanish subtitling, and, uh, <laughs> and all the employees in the back and all the employees out in front are both Korean and Hispanic and stuff. It's pretty interesting out there. It's funny. So um, just a little bit of intro about ourselves. Uh, my name is Chandler, and uh, I work in L.A., actually. Yeah, you do. On well, the fringes of L.A. It's yeah. still technically addressed L.A., and... Uh, I basically do like computer stuff for a pharmaceutical company. Yeah. Okay. And uh, mine's DP. Uh, let's see. I do a lot of stuff, um, <laughs> but primarily I work with a Christian organization. Um, I've been working there about five years, I guess. And yeah, I technically do do computers out there too. But uh, among other things, uh, yeah, I work with a lot of college students, and I think that's how we both got to know each other uh, through my line of work, right? Well. Before I was in that line of work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so when we were in college ourselves. Yeah, so we went to college together out in Riverside, and uh, it was amazing. We were we were roommates in college. Yeah, we saw a lot of... Actually, you saw a lot of weird stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> but uh, why don't you tell everybody how you came up with the name Chandler? Because that's not your real name, whoa, is it? <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Unexpected, huh? <laughs> All right, so, yeah, that's unexpected. But uh, my real name is Andrew Kim. So um, go ahead and look me up. You'll find... Uh, 500 other listings? <laughs> no, like 500,000 other 500, listings. 000. So um, in college, I just felt like I wanted to like play a joke, you know? Like when you start college, you're doing something new. No one knows who you are. So you introduce yourself to like hundreds, thousands of people maybe. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, I'm... My name is blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, my name's, my name's Chandler. <laughs> now, is this inspired at all from Chandler from Friends? Because no. that's the first thing I was thinking. No. At, the, at the time, I was, I had not watched Friends. At all? I think I watched, like, at commercials oh. and, like, bits and pieces. But and I think the series was just about over around that time as well. Oh, maybe. Maybe it was. It's been a while, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's been about 10 years since they, they stopped. But, yeah, you know, the first thing you said was uh, your name was Chandler. And the first time I saw you, you had um, a very unique feature about yourself. Um, Was it the, during that time? Yeah. You're the oh. only Asian person I've ever met with uh, blue hair. <laughs> it was very interesting. <laughs> you introduced yourself as Chandler. I was like, uh... What is this guy? What's wrong with this guy? Yeah, where, where are you from, man? <laughs> you must be from, like, a random, like, Hicktown or out of the boonies or something. But, no, he's from OC. <laughs> wow. But anyway, uh, yeah, so we're all part working on that all together, and... Um, why don't we talk about how we decided to come up with this podcast? Hmm. Good, good question. So uh, I think out there, from what I've seen, like Christian podcasts, Christian media, um, a lot of podcasting is sermons. There's nothing wrong with sermons, but sometimes, uh, actually, when you really do look at podcasting, it's like just people talking together or interviews or some sort of like conversation. 
Um, and there are podcasts out there that do like lecture format, like sermons kind of thing. But um, I think in Christian media, it does lack that, I guess, conversational podcasting. Right. Because if you go into a lot of these other uh, avenues of entertainment and all these other things, too, um, what you see is a lot of Christians are responding to a lot of media. And you just don't see that here in, in the podcast community so much, do you? Uh, I, uh, I remember uh, just listening to a number of different podcasts. And like the things that we listen to are more relevant to our hobbies, I guess. Uh, I don't know about you, but I listen to a Star Wars podcast. <laughs> A huge uh, Star Wars fan, and you all like Star Wars out there. Um, But like, what you listen to? What fantasy sports? Uh, Fantasy sports. um, Shout out to uh, We're Alive. Uh, It's a zombie podcast. It's like a story podcast. Oh, that's pretty cool. Every like week they release like a part of an episode, and it's pretty amazing. So, how much of that uh, podcast is like people groaning and and stuff like that? Like very, very little. Very little. Right now, very little. And for the past, I don't know, for the past. Maybe even like 20 episodes, not that much. A props to them. You know, it's hard to keep entertaining without <laughs> good sound effects. And if you can have a good Dude, story with a lot more dialogue. Notch. If you're out there looking for a story, we're alive. It's about to end soon in July. So, I don't know. You should check it out, too. Okay. Well, <laughs> I don't know about the whole uh, Living Dead thing. It's not <laughs> quite on my alley. After I saw a couple of episodes of Walking Dead, oh, I kind of grossed out. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like gross. the second episode or something. They're chopping up bodies. Oh, my gosh. They're rubbing all over them. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. It's- Worst thing was I was, eat- I was eating pizza and they kind of looked like my pizza, you know? Uh, didn't feel they comfortable. They might even use pizza to yeah. make it look like I that. hope that's what it was, you know, and not real parts and stuff, you know? Uh, but anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a tangent just right now. Yeah. We're going to try to keep it a lot more formatted than other podcasts, at least other podcasts that I do um, or I have done. But uh, we have, like, some sort of format for you guys and we're going to try to keep it around 30 minutes. And um, you want to, was it about bi- bi-monthly? Like twice a month. Yeah, we're we're month. shooting for it, and maybe you know if we can get together a little more, or if we pick up a little more of a stronger following, we can entertain you a little more frequently. But right now, uh, I think just because of our distance, and I'm about to move down to San Diego and stuff too, so it's gonna make it a little more more tough. It's gonna be interesting, but uh, I don't know where it takes us. We'll see where it goes. This is the first episode. Um, thank you guys for tuning in with us, and uh, um, hopefully this takes us good to good places. So, um, so our name, you know, why 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 are we here? Well, I mean, I really like fire. I don't know about you. I no, love fire. <laughs> I used to play yes. with it all the time growing up. I don't know if you heard this, but growing up, we used to, our parents used to tell us, if you keep playing with fire, you're going to have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, you ever hear that growing up? Yeah, Korean. Yeah, <laughs> I guess it's a Korean thing, but uh, like my, my uh, next door neighbor and I, uh, we used to always like play with the stove fire and like burn our hair and stuff. I don't know, it was kind of dumb. But then, like, oddly enough, I don't know if it's a psychological thing, we both go to the bathroom at the same time, too. And, like, anyway, uh, we're called Desire the Fire. <laughs> and uh, it's actually pretty cool because uh, if you look at the Bible, uh, in the book of Hebrews, Hebrews uh, chapter 10, I want to say, uh, it says that we shouldn't abandon the assembling of ourselves together. And uh, basically, the idea behind desiring the fire is this. You know, if you think about a campfire and you see all the logs in a campfire, you need to stack them all together in order to get it started. But if you were to move that fire or, or one of the logs from the fire, uh, quickly that fire goes out. And for each and every one of us out there, um, hopefully we're talking to the young adult community. I don't know, you could be a five-year-old kid listening to this and like telling your parents about it. That's totally cool, too. But for m- most of the community out there, you know, we, we find that it's really hard to stay connected and rooted to a place where you can just continue to talk about your faith, especially in the workplace, especially around your peers, around your coworkers. And a lot of times it's hard just to ask, you know, are you a Christian? And so we wanted to um, really bring that back together, desire some of that fire, desire a community, desire a place where we could kind of 
uh, nourish and rekindle each other's fire and also go back out there, you know, and spread that fire. So uh, we're called the Desire the Fire podcast. Uh, we want to make that clear, the podcast. And, um, you know, as we, as we keep doing this, hopefully we'll be able to uh, just be like that intersection of, of faith and your inputs. And we're really looking forward to seeing you guys uh, also respond to some of the things we talk about. And uh, one of the big things I think for us is that um, we're not, we're just, we're really normal people. Yeah. We're, we're people like anyone else. And we want to put this in a perspective where it's not like we're highly trained. Um, I guess that's one of the disclaimers that we will have. But um, we are leaders in our respective Christian communities. And um, these are our thoughts. These are not representative of any other organization or church or anything like that. Um, we're really putting this out there to be like a heart to heart, right? Right. And then the cool thing about the podcast itself is that, I mean, it takes us away from any podiums or any any stands or anything like that. And we get to get to everybody's level, you know. So uh, our input is important, but so is the rest of the internets, right? And uh, hopefully we can get to a place where uh, you guys will come out to uh, come out to contact us. We'll get to know you guys a little better and we'll stay connected in that way. And on that note, why don't we talk about some of our Twitter Twitter handle, handles? Henders. <laughs> Sorry, I'm Korean, so you know sometimes my English isn't always the best. But uh, yeah, you can reach us at Twitter. Uh, what's your Twitter handle? My, uh, you can reach me at at Boom Chandler, B O O M Chandler. And uh, my Twitter handle is at Super Dan Zero. Super Dan Zero. Super Dan Zero. I call it Super Dano, but then you know. Dan Zero. Yeah. I don't even like Superman, but it was zero inspired as from in Super the number zero, right? Yeah, zero zero, like the number zero, right? Um. So. Um, why don't we get around to talking about our first topic? So our first topic today that we wanted to just talk about is, um, so I'm not sure if where you're coming from or where you're listening to this. I'm not sure if you're in your car or at home or at work um, or in the middle of a sermon. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope not. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm guilty of uh, listening to music and other stuff during sermons when I was younger, much younger. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, one of the things that we've seen for a while now, this is pretty old, is the coexist bumper sticker. Right. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen it on bumper stickers only, but I work primarily with college students and I see it everywhere. Uh, Sometimes they're just posted in the bathroom, and I don't know why. There's always that random graffiti in the bathroom and everything, too, you know? But uh, you'll see it in the bathroom. You can see it on street signs, and especially on cars. And um, uh, I don't know if you guys have actually taken a look at this coexist sticker, but uh, you see a lot of different religious symbols that make up the word coexist, right? Any Anyone that stand out to you, Chandler? Well, there's a Star of David, obviously, and a cross. Right. And then the C, I believe, is a Muslim symbol. Yeah, and there's a peace sign for the O. Oh, yeah. Okay, and then uh, there's a number of others. I don't have the picture in front of me, but, yeah, it, it's an interesting uh, concept. Uh, any idea where the idea, where the notion of the coexist sticker comes from? Well, it says, a Polish graphic designer, um, I don't know if I'm going to say this right, but Piotr Miodozeniak. We'll just call him Peter. <laughs> Peter? All right. Peter translate. Polish Peter. <laughs> yeah, Polish Peter. <laughs> Polish Peter designed this, and it seems like he created the design to participate in an art contest hosted by the Museum on the Seam of Dialogue, Understanding, and Coexistence in Israel to promote religious tolerance. Okay, so there's a political side to it, it looks like, and there's also the, the religious implications. Yeah, so let me uh, just run through what it says here um, for... Uh, this random website, I guess you guys can look it up too. I guess we should put our 
put our um, what is it called? Our sources online. Yeah, we can definitely. We'll so we'll upload our our page along with uh, or rather we'll put links to the this show notes on our page and check so out the show notes. Yeah, so you could definitely uh, just click the link itself. Yeah. So for the letter C, it says uh, crescent moons representing Islam is substituted for the X, the star of David, representing Judaism. For the T, a cross representing Christianity. And then I see the yin yang sign, and I'm not familiar with that E sign, but it looks like. It's he a, is a male female symbol right. or like a, a scientific equ- equation is substituted. Oh, okay, okay. So we have a, a lot of different thoughts that are combined to uh, ultimately, uh, I guess what you would call this uh, just in the, in the, in the more uh, theological circles is uh, you, you call this uh, the belief of universalism. Yeah, and then just the uh, last two letters, O and I are both pagan Wiccan symbols. Oh, okay. So it pretty much encompasses a lot of... I wonder how other religions would feel for those that aren't included in this coexist sign. I mean, that's an interesting <laughs> point, too, because, you know, like, uh, with us, we're like, why is the T last? You know, it's a cross, and <laughs> it's the last letter in the word and symbol and everything. Like that. But, like, Muslims, for instance, their symbols first. So, um, any implications there? I don't know. Well, maybe it just fit uh, along with this. The... Is like, does he want, do they want to be first? Even if the cross was first, it's that's like, true. what does this mean? Yeah. I don't understand. Yeah, and you know, like, it's kind of weird because I was uh, working over at USC for a period of time doing the work that I do, and what they would have us do is, like, every month they would gather all the religious leaders or the group, the leaders of all the re- religious groups on campus, and there'd be, like, everyone there, uh, predominantly Christian, but you'd have, like, the different denominations of Christianity and then, like, random people like us, and then you'd have, like, the, the Muslim leader... And uh, you would even have guys who were like yoga instructors and stuff in there. And we'd all gather together. And, you know, face value, we we all try to get along. But I always wondered, like, what they're all thinking about me. Like, oh, you're some heathen going to hell for believing in the God that you did. Because, you know, to be honest, like, when I was sitting there, uh, I'm just going to be real with you guys. I was thinking, man, I know these guys are their own religion. And I got to respect that because you believe that. But I also, man, if I could just share the gospel to you and if you just come to Christ, man, you could, like, totally impact your own groups right there and stuff like that. It's like Planet X-Men. But then, you know, I wonder if the, a little bit of that is going on. However, you know, outwardly, no one's brave enough to to say their opinions, I realized. And so it's a good point that you bring on um, that there's these other religions that are involved within this coexist sticker. And they teach, many of them, that their way is the way, my way or the highway type of deal going on. However, uh, I know Christians take a lot of heat for this because we're out there going out and actually sharing it and imposing on people's own rights to their their thoughts, their feelings, and even to their own desires and so on and so forth. And so uh, it brings a a really important question of why we even bother, I think. Um, But before we even get into that, I I think what we have to understand is why it's so popular. And so if you have any thoughts on that. I think, um, I guess, why it's so popular and playing off of what you're talking about is uh, it's it's basically a say no to haters movement. And I think a lot, the, the Christian people that are getting a lot of publicity are the haters, the ones that are going out picketing, the ones that are saying that gay people are going to go to hell, mm-hmm. or if you don't believe in Jesus, you're going to go to hell. Like, those signs, you see them at least, like, once a month, regardless sure. of where you are. Yeah, and you see it on, like, corners, street corners and all that stuff, too. Yeah, and it's it's the same yellow and black sign. I don't know if you've seen those, but it's always... I think it's the same group of people that are doing the picketing. It could be. <laughs> but maybe the next time I see them, I'll just ask, hey, where are you guys from? Like, what are you guys doing this? Why are you guys doing this, and what's the point? Well, where do you typically find find these people around you? These people around me? Or other people that are picketing and all that stuff? I've seen it... 
in, I guess, down the street off uh, Catella. I've seen it one time, Catella and Valley View. Okay. Uh, I live right near the corner intersection of uh, Olympic and Vermont, and there are always Christians out there, and, you know, they're always on the mics. I don't know if you've seen those guys, loudspeakers yeah, and stuff. Blasting, blasting yeah, blasting, people. And, and, like, because it's K-Town, you get, like, the Korean one, and then you get the the Hispanic one, and I don't understand either of them. So, like, I have no idea what they're talking about, and sometimes I just want to ask, but then again, I can't communicate with them, too. Yes. Uh, but, yeah, you see this pretty often, and I, I guess it's a good point. A lot of people, you see a prevalent... prevalent Hate, like, it's the people that are hating that get on the news or get a lot of the attention, right? Yeah, I think it's because we love to hate the haters. <laughs> I have to agree. I mean, what was it? Uh, I don't know if you've heard, but, like, the Westboro Baptist Church? Yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah, they're they're huge. And uh, they'll even, like, uh, have demonstrations at, like, military funerals or, like, uh, these different mass assemblies and so on and so forth. And people totally hate on them, but... I think they've gotten to a point where we don't necessarily uh, associate them with Christianity so much, just uh, religious fanatics, which brings up another point, too. Uh, a, lot of the, a lot of the people that we see out there that are actually getting the publicity on the religious side of it are, the, are what we would call fanatics. You know, we're actually just going out there going nuts. But um, this coexist kind of notion, I personally think it's so popular just because it's kind of like, a, hey, we can all just get along. Uh, I don't know. It could be my... Uh, I, I used to smoke weed and stuff, and uh, one of the funny things about pot smokers is that, or, or all these potheads is, we've never... I've never fought with another pothead, and I've never seen any oh, other potheads get along. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so maybe it's that culture that's kind of like influencing us out here, especially in California. We're, we're based in California, if that wasn't already implied. And, uh, you know, like... Uh, I'm sure in Colorado, this coexistence thing might, might not be a bad idea. You know, this, this peace-loving culture and stuff like that. But the problem is when we all try to embrace and love each other and not tell the truth to each other, is that really loving each other? You know, um, say you see someone going down the road of destruction, but you don't want to be the one that reprimands them for, for doing something wrong. For instance, you see some destructive habits in a person. They could be doing, uh, I don't know, a college student needs to be studying, but all they're trying to do is have fun or... Uh, you know, someone's drinking way more than they ought to be or, you know, all these destructive habits. And the religious connotation behind this, or rather the, th the side that we need to be concerned as Christians regarding this issue is that the Bible actually doesn't teach coexistence in the, in the way that the world wants it. It's not all of us could kind of get along as long as we learn to appreciate each other's religions. But the Bible's mm. message is really clear. Interesting. Um, I have a passage here on Matthew and out of John. Um, I was going to read it for you guys really quickly. And Andrew, I'd like to hear your thoughts on this. Sorry, Chandler. <laughs> My bad. I, I call him Andrew just because... Uh, she started calling me Andrew because... Yeah, this is after college. Yeah, it's my way of getting back. Like, it's me being against the tide and my, my own sort nah, of rebellion. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so here in Matthew 7, 13 and 14, it says, Enter through the narrow gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the road that leads to destruction. And many enter through it, but small is the gate, and narrow the road that leads to life, and only a few find it. And then here, John 14, 6, Jesus says, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. What what translation is this? I believe this is the e NIV. NIV? <laughs> Maybe it's the ESV. ESV. I usually alternate between the two versions. We'll go ahead and put our sources up as well as <laughs> okay. our uh, translations. Our, uh, DP the International Version. <laughs> no, but uh, I'm pretty sure this is what the Bible right. said. <laughs> Unless I copy it and paste it from like my own notes or something. It looks like, like it looks like something out of Bible Gateway. <laughs> 
guilty. <laughs> oh yeah, so God, Bible Gateway is definitely a source I should. I don't know if I should quote them because I mean it's the Word of God. And anyway, uh, if if there's any citation problems, I'll fix it later. But yeah, uh, I mean the passage itself says uh, what? Oh, there are a lot of different roads to ultimately death. Uh, we can uh, live our, our lives a particular way, and so on and so forth. But it makes it real clear that there's only one way to the Lord, and it says it's through Jesus Christ. So. With that in mind, uh, and the coexist sticker juxtaposed that, I don't know, what are your thoughts on that, Chandler? So I think that the coexist sticker does provide a message, and the message is like love. And they're saying that love supersedes religion as we are human, and we're all human, um, in the same way that he said that we are pot smokers and <laughs> the pot smoking community are also pot smokers. But in this way, they're trying to bring about like a common theme, I think, of, hey, um, it doesn't matter what religion you are or where you're from or what you do, we should all love each other and co not just not love each other, I guess, but like coexist. But I think most people take it further and say that we should all just love each other anyways, mm -hmm. because love is in most religions, I guess, that's that, you know, that binds us together. And that's like the greatest commandment, love right, one right. another. But um, it does miss that critical critical point that John 14, 6 says is that I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes through the Father, but comes to the Father except through me. And I think that's that's the big point that they're missing. Like you can love, you can do all these things and you can have good things that you do or you're a good person. But if you're missing that core point in what Christianity states, you're missing the whole picture. Yeah. And you know, um, it, it's so true. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to talk about Muslims in particular. Uh, they get a very negative uh, implication here in society, uh, at least here in America, because when we typically think Muslim, uh, for some reason we automatically associate that word with terrorists that we've often seen in the media and so on and so forth. And actually, very very often is the case that many of them aren't nearly as radical as the ones we see on TV, uh, in the same way that Christians themselves wouldn't necessarily want to be associated to the radicals that we see on TV. Uh, it's the same for Muslims and for Buddhists and all these other uh, people of different walks of life. And yeah, actually at the end of the day, I mean, I, I went on missions to Indonesia a number of times and at the end of the day, so many of us are just looking to make friends. You know, we want to get along. It's so true. Uh, uh, Christianity teaches to love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, body, and soul, but also to love your neighbor as yourself. And Christ claims, or rather Christ is quoted as saying, this important is just as important, this, this commandment is just as important as the first. But to a certain extent, what we see is that with the use of the, or rather the use of the religious symbols to get along with that, yeah, I actually think it's a bigger message than just simply the universalism. All roads go to heaven or anything like that. It, it is more of a, come on guys, we all are people here. We all are trying to look for different, different avenues of our faith. But I guess as Christians, the one thing we do have to be burdened by, as Andrew mentioned, is that the Bible makes it expressly stated that Christ is the only way to the Lord. And so what do we do? How do we approach this? I think it's a good question for us to really think about. And uh, as believers out there, you know, learn how to embrace others, but also to love them enough to get that important message across at different aspects. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. It's a deep stuff, one, right? Man. It's kind of hard because, like, how do you love somebody and tell them that they're going to hell? Or, like, how do you love somebody and tell them, hey. It's, it's a negative message. Yeah. You love someone and you're trying to say love is usually positive. I guess that's what the coexist bumper sticker is, like, saying, that you have to love, 
but you it's in a positive way coexisting like mm-hmm. no hate no hurting each other no rubbing each other the wrong way but what you're saying is that if you enter the hell part that's as bad like not as I guess bad negative as you can get. Yeah. And who wants to hear that you're going to you're going to hell is a curse word. Right, you know? right. Considered like horrible in our society. And it's tough too. Oh, I mean, but then uh, when I when I talk when I talk to my students or my kids about it, and I always equate it to something like this. Say for instance you're walking out of the out of the bathroom and uh, I do this a couple of times. You know, your your flies down. <laughs> I don't know. You like, especially <laughs> as you use the restroom. You know, you're buckled up. You you tighten you tighten your belt and all this different stuff. And for some reason, that process of doing all three things in that in that process, you always forget one step of it, right? Usually, you it's could. not the button or the belt, but you know, the zipper is always down. <laughs> if for you're me looking at your phone while you pee, oh, yeah. <laughs> you're definitely gonna forget something. Yeah, man. And so like. <laughs> Like, it'd be super embarrassing to be told that my fly is down, especially in front of everybody. But there are smart ways to go about doing that. Hey, bro, can I take you aside for a second? I need to talk to you something. And then just, like, whisper in your, hey, your fly is down. And, <laughs> and, like, just let them know about that. You do that? <laughs> well, I mean, a lot of people have done it for me. So oh, okay. <laughs> I, like, I really appreciate You know, like, a bunch, a bunch of girls are in front of me and, like, hey, hey your fly is down. So it's kind of it's kind it's of embarrassing. embarrassing. And so, you know, I think, likewise, there's a good context in which we can actually try to approach this. You know, maybe when a person's in a better mood. I don't know. Maybe that's not the best place either. But, you know, when a person's really searching or, or you know, like confused about different things. And it's our job just to be around, to be that buddy, to be able to let them know the truth, you know. And but I think it's a duty to us, too. Yeah, and I think you bring up a good point that when you do talk about, let's say, hell, um, it's not something that you can joke around about or even talk about maybe like nonchalantly. Yeah, that's true. Because if you do bring this up nonchalantly or just say it like that, it's just, it kind of makes it like you're instigating something or like you're not saying it in the right way. It's mm-hmm. a very, very tricky topic to talk about. And I think that's why like a lot of um, gospel tracks and a lot of other things when they're sharing the gospel, leave that out completely. Yeah, yeah. That it's it's just too difficult to start with that. Right, or even right. Begin or even in the first conversation, have a conversation about that. Yeah. And, you know, I, I go talking to people randomly about this stuff, too. You know, any kids that are just sitting around there or look like they have a couple minutes to spare. And, and I'll talk to them about it. And one of the first things they ask is, do you enjoy your life? As opposed to, do you think I'm going to hell? You know, people don't necessarily want to talk about it. And it's it's an awkward subject. But I, I think, personally, my own belief is this, that... Uh, as we're connecting with different people, especially as many of us are going to be working with the people that we're working for a while, you know, um, there are going to be ups and downs in a person's life and moments where even as, as we uh, as we approach the subject, God's really going to open up that opportunity and that door. And it's, it's our job to be there for them in that moment when that door is open. You never want to be there needing in that vulnerable state by yourself. And so coexist, uh, it's a positive message. But I think it's more of a we need to exist with each other as well, not just the mere like you you do your thing, I do my thing, but a co-interaction more than just a coexistence. That's true, though. Like in your daily life, I, I, I guess for a person like you that's in like ministry, like like constantly, like how often do you interact with someone that's not of Christian religion? You know, unless I go out of my way to do it, uh-huh. almost never, because yeah. I mean, my coworkers are all Christian. Um, my students are all Christian, my friends are all Christian, and unless I intentionally make that step to try to interact with someone not of the belief, I mean, it could easily never happen. And I've had coworkers actually mention that, you know, I need to get myself out into a non-believing community. And so, 
let's take that as a challenge uh, to really go out there and not just coexist. That's not strong enough to me. Uh, let's in yeah. co co interact. Yeah. I guess you don't need the word in co, but yeah, let's really go out there and mingle with the people and get to know people for who they are. And I guess um, just a closing thought for me is that um, the difference in Christianity is that you don't do good things to try to get to heaven. You don't do good things to just do good things and be a good person or even karma. Like I hear this word a lot in California is like karma is like, oh yeah, karma's going to bite him in the butt. Donald Sterling, karma. Oh, yeah. Like everything's about karma or like you do good things for good things. And it just makes me wonder like if you, if doing good things for yourself or like karma, then that root of doing good things is selfish, isn't it? Well, you just got like really deep right there. <laughs> well, this is what I'm just thinking, but it's just the difference between us is that we don't do those good things for ourselves. We do these things because Christ loved us. Okay. Christ is always at the center. Christ is always the reason why we go about doing the things that we do. Right, right. I see but the point. if we do these things and coexist and love other people because of karma or we want to feel like a good person or we want to do this for the, the world or we, 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 then what's stopping us from thinking like the other strain of that is us becoming God. The other strain of that is become us becoming the master. Mm -hmm. The other person, is, the other thought of that is just us being at the center of everything that we do, mm -hmm. which kind of doesn't make sense because for me, one of the biggest reasons for me that I can't like believe just in myself or that there isn't a God or just a lot of different things that I keep gravitating towards is that you can't live for yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, in the end, if you live for yourself, then what happens, you know? That's another topic for another conversation, I guess. But yeah. that's just, I guess, that's the strain of thought that I'm going towards and who we are as Christians, why we live, we live for Jesus, why we do the things that we do, I guess, is, is, the, is the key part of the coexist bumper sticker that's missing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to follow that up. That's a really deep <laughs> line of thought. But uh, that takes us to about the end of our time for today. So yeah, 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 yeah. If you Episode liked our one. first podcast, uh, first one, um, you know, uh, like us, uh, rate it, give us five stars. Give us five-star rating and tell your friends about it um, or tell us about why you like it and why you don't. Yeah, you, you know, can follow us on yeah. Twitter. Once um, again, what was your handle? Uh, at Boom Chandler, B-O-O-M, like the explosion, like Boom Chandler. And mine is Super Dan, like Superman, but with a D, zero, Super Dan, zero. Uh, all right, folks, uh, thanks for your time. <laughs> here we go, here we go, here we go. We're checking out. <laughs> all right, guys, um, catch us again in about two weeks, hopefully. Um, maybe sooner, maybe not. And as always, God bless. See ya.